Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Crushing Depths, a D20 Modern Real Play podcast. I'm Paul, the GM for this campaign and showrunner for the LTM Gaming Podcast. Last time, our heroes triumphed in their battle over the Gauth and Overseer, but the battle was not without cost. Sal and Russ are both badly wounded, and the destruction of the Overseer released a massive wave of psionic energy which spread over the city and beyond. Now, they are racing to gather up their friends and flee from the oncoming helicopters. Another skill challenge awaits! Will they again be successful? We will find out right now on the Crushing Depths. We hope you enjoy. You guys can all level up. Stop for a level. Woohoo. But yeah, I'll, I'll take his little ID chip thing. Yep, okay. So, as we're sitting here, the helicopters show up. I think Vanessa needs to buy me some grenades. Done. I'll put them in your stockings. And some C4. Uh, we're restarting here. You guys are all basically standing just inside the entrance with an unconscious Eric. An unconscious squid girl. Yep, and you go. And an ID chip. You're, yep. You Start are... waving it around the door. I will. I'll see if I can get the front door to open. You hear the thunk, thunk, thunk of the locks flipping back, and you open the front door. I say to them, Hooray. if we go out to the boat, we're not going to be able to outrun the helicopters. Just FYI. But they at least won't be able to land on the water right by us. Oh, yeah? Have you seen me drive this the is, boat? This is the future. <laughs> helicopters can land on water. Anyway, let's Aren't just there go. there helicopters in the present that can land on water? I'm just saying, no matter what the no matter what the scenario is, it's fixed or better because it's in the future. Oh, okay. Some of the first helicopters could land on water. That was the whole point. <laughs> but I digress. Nerd. <laughs> well, maybe our boat is actually a submarine too. <laughs> <laughs> See, thank you, Matt. Thank you. That doesn't mean that obviously they would keep up with you know. <laughs> Water penetrating radar and depth charges. So you guys are standing there by the open door, and the helicopter yes. is getting louder. We need Thank to you. get people. Let's just at least try. Let's get everybody to the boat. You think you the guys, helicopter is basically above the building at this point? That's fine. And you guys help Lydia get Eric, and I will take care of the other thing. <laughs> Let's call her Lydia too. <laughs> you guys help Lydia one with Eric. I'll take care of Lydia too. You guys actually, you know, you're. So are you hustling? Are you being careful with the different bodies? Uh, what are you doing? I'm moving briskly. Can I attempt to use my newly found spotting technique to look at the helicopter? Yeah. Okay. I want to see if I can like see anything that looks, you know, like I, I can identify it as something or some group or. That'd be 15. It's a black helicopter. Okay. Which probably doesn't help Vanessa's impression of the situation. <laughs> exactly. Oh, no. Not at all. TJ, I have a message for you. Sal learned the okay. Illithid's name was Kwasin. Oh, it really feels like gaming because I'm also farting and it smells really bad. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be gaming without a horrible, horrible cat. Well, and, you know, Bailey's gone. Someone's got to fill the void. Yeah. I mean, it's scratching my ears doesn't do it. So, Did you get my message, TJ? I did. Okay. But I don't know that in the current situation that would make any difference to anything no, that I'm no, doing. It's, no, not at all. Thank um, you. <laughs> so, I, I'm sorry, I missed now. Are you guys, at what speed are you trying to go through the 
the down the path to the boat. TJ is what, or sorry, Sal is carrying the whatever as briskly as possible. Like it's a, it's like a power walk. Okay. And who's carrying Eric? Uh, other than I thought Lydia. Sal, Sal and Vanessa, Lydia's not at all. Sal is carrying one body already. He can't carry. Two. No, I'm sorry, Russ. Russ, I said the wrong name. Okay. So Russ and Lydia are. No, Russ and Vanessa. Oh. We're letting Lydia just Lydia's... walk along. Yes, Lydia's attempting to help, but she's very weak. Just right. truly weak. Oh no, I imagine that we're all pretty damn weak. Yeah. Uh, but. <laughs> I, I should be dead. You were dead. We saw lights. Most bright lights. Dead. And then I gave you mouth to breast resuscitation. <laughs> you can thank me later. It would be mouth to crotch. That wouldn't have, no? You know, Paul, you take these things and just make them dirty. <laughs> <laughs> understand. Hey, if I was about to die, that's the kind of resuscitation I would want. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. <laughs> but what if you didn't live long enough to finish? Uh, that would be, like, hell. Anyway. Does that mean, like, I'm the autopilot now? <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are making your way down to the boat. You're getting close to the boat. You can see the dock. You're out more into the open now, uh, rather than, you know, there's, we talked about there was a lot of island sort of unruly growth because it's not been obviously kept up. The helicopter <laughs> landed, you can tell, on the, the helicopters landed on the roof, like on that I mean, Vanessa, you're pretty sure it landed in the spot where you were, like that you were standing on. So you guys just continue to the boat? Yeah. Okay. Sure. So you run out onto the dock. It takes you a little bit to load the bodies into your fishing boat. <laughs> bodies? Why are we always loading bodies? What? <laughs> Is there just something about us? Apparently so. You. Everyone roll another, well, or an initial spot. All right. Another initial spot. Well, Russ already rolled. Woohoo. TJ? 20. Also 20. Russ? Oh, I thought you said I already rolled. No, no, no. You rolled for a different thing. That's why I was saying additional. Oh, okay. Uh, 17. Uh, Russ even put ranks into it, and he still didn't do as well. I know. But you all notice, um, you're seeing like, so you guys are coming out of the, what is the uh, western edge of the island, and you're kind of, to the west of you is pretty much all of Manhattan Island, well, west and south, mm-hmm. uh, but you have a view of, you know, over the, a long ways over the river, you're just seeing pretty much all around you where there's buildings, which is all around you, which you can see there's wisps of smoke. You're hearing tons of sirens all around. It's like complete chaos that appears to be happening on, you know, everywhere but where you are. You also notice who, uh, who rolled the 220s? Sal and Vanessa? Yep. Looks like two more of the small, of the Gauths, these small beholders, have risen from other places on this island. Oh, super. But they don't seem to be paying you any mind, but they're headed towards the helicopter, which has now taken off from the roof. So it, it came down, and now it's going back up? Yeah, you couldn't really see it. You couldn't see what they were doing when they landed. So they landed briefly and then took off again. And you guys are all in the boat, so go. All right, I start driving the boat away. Okay. I point up to... Sorry about that. I point up to Russ and be like, helicopters are leaving. There's only one helicopter. Sorry, helicopters leaving. There were there were more. There was more than one coming. There was more than one. At some point, while you guys were inside, 
there's the one one of them disappeared. Didn't didn't do the same thing as the other one. Right. So I just say so let's you know just I know you're driving the boat, but try and keep an eye out for that as well. Sure thing. And the helicopters turn. You start to drive away from the dock, and the helicopter begins to give chase to you. Clearly, it is coming up behind you. Now, where are the sirens? Pretty much everywhere you can hear. I mean, you can't really pinpoint the location because they're coming from, like, all around. Do, do, do some kind of law agency have helicopters with sirens or lights or anything? Um, this does not have any markings whatsoever. Super. So here's me as it's recording on my key. Here's the... The black choppers. I'm going to get us all. Now we're going to have drive checks. a skill challenge. Screw you. <laughs> Give up. Just stop the boat. Just put your hands in the air. Surrender Excuse is not a way. skill. Come on, I totally got this. The you only have one third of it. The other two thirds are TJ and I failing. <laughs> yes, but I can totally float us. Get it? Because it's a boat. Boo. First lady I, I had to throw mine in there. there. I thought it's because we were all turds. <laughs> what? You know, floaters. Yeah. Or those eye tyrants. Uh, hopefully nice this works and isn't stupid. It has been. We'll say, just for sake of image, that would be the kind of boat you're kind of in right now. So not small, but not terribly huge either. Sure. Great for running. And, and obviously... <laughs> Your goal in this skill challenge is to escape from the helicopter. Okay, so I get I get cover from standing there driving it. Sure. So it's got a little roof, right? Yep. And a little seat. <laughs> <laughs> everyone else is in the open. Um, everyone roll initiative. Mom, roll low so I can roll high later. Damn it! I rolled a natural 20. <laughs> You're so dead. <laughs> I'm sure to die. <laughs> no, 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 you're just sure to fail this check and therefore, yeah. Die. I have a 19. 20. And Sal's at 22. Correctum. You know, initiative is like the worst thing to roll a natural 24. Yep. Mm-hmm. It there sure should is. Be, there should be some bonus. Yeah, you should like you double your bonus or something. I like you get an extra, even if you just get an extra action. Like a surprise round. First round. Yeah, right. just something. Anyway. You can house rule it, Paul. Do it. No, not for this uh, immediate. No, we don't want TG going twice. <laughs> yes, TG. Two fails before everyone gets a chance. Yeah, screw you, TJ. <laughs> this is uh, six successes versus three failures. In case you're playing at home. In case you're playing at home. And we had Sal, Vanessa, Russ, was that correct? I can't remember what you guys said. Right. Russ, what did you have? I had a 20. Uh, I'm... Sal, plus Vanessa. Yep. Yeah. Somebody had 19, somebody had 20. Yep. Okay, go ahead, Sal. So, Sal is incredibly tired because, you know, almost dying and then carrying a body across the island and all that stuff. She doesn't weigh that much. Yeah, but I carried her by myself. (laughs) It's not like like she's Magda, you know, (laughs) Selby. So, anyway. Technically, in the the (laughs) D&D world... You are perfectly fine, you know, up until you hit zero hit points. <laughs> At which point, you then you're, you're injured. But you know, there's no de- varying degrees of injury. So Sal is exhausted from everything that has happened, and so he 
finally breaks down and does the one thing that he does not want to do. He thinks about the situation. And, uh, Is there a think skill? He has knowledge tactics, and he's going to try and see uh, if there's something in the flight pattern that would lead him to be able to suggest a course uh, that we could take. So That is super awesome, TJ. Go ahead and roll it. It is super awesome. Thank you, Paul. Especially since you just got that skill. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So remember how we said that rolling a 20 up front was a bad idea? Action point. <laughs> Actually, you know what? It's not even worth the action point because my guess is that, uh, yeah, I, I think that the best I could do is not a 15 and Benny, we need at least a 15 to pass. So I'm not going to waste an action point. I fail. Okay. So that's your first failure. What was your actual total, TJ? All right, Matt. Uh, two my actual total was this. a facade <laughs> of like us having a chance. Okay. So Russ, that, so roll that, that, that's a shame that that failed because that was a really well thought out action. Yeah, it sure was. Uh, keep I'm in mind the same rules as before. You cannot use the same skill twice in a row and you cannot use the same skill as the person immediately perceiving you. So at this Period. point, you can't use no tactics. That's really poor grammar, Paul. Well, that's the way the sheet says it, because there's not enough room to put knowledge. <laughs> that's fantastic, though. You can't use you can't no tactics. Use no tactics. <laughs> I also ain't afraid of no ghosts. <laughs> uh, I would like to use navigate okay. to hopefully try to have me steer towards LaGuardia. Okay. Oh, suck. Okay, that's going to be a five. Yeah, that's also a failure. Yeah, we're going to go with Steve's plan, maybe. <laughs> At least it's a plan. So, so far, Sal has been like, wait, I can figure this out, guys. He just grabs the wheel and turns right <laughs> to the path of the helicopter. <laughs> no, he's just assuming that we're in Die Hard. And, like, something will propel the boat up through the helicopter and we'll be okay. <laughs> Russ, Russ slaps his hand away and turns it back, and the resulting... Course correction just slows the boat down. More than that, we're not going anywhere near the Guardia. <laughs> at, this, at this point, we will end up. So I had a plan, but in Iceland, lots of us had plans. I know. Problem was making it work. Uh, Steve will, or I should say, Vanessa will use her knowledge of black helicopters to see if there is a structural weakness or. <laughs> Some advantage that we could have, you know, they can't see particularly well in these sort of circumstances, or the pilot is blah, 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 something, something. That's a knowledge mechanical? Technology. Oh, okay. Sure, go ahead. Well, okay, how about this? I want to know if if I can interface with it, then I want to know if that's possible. Okay. (laughs) Uh, I have a total of 15. But I'm not, wa- I'm not wasting it. Wait, what did you say? I didn't say anything. No, I was say, I'm not going to waste an action point. We have to get five straight successes without another loss. So anybody opposed to me just conceding that we've lost? I'm okay. Okay, 15. Yeah, that's a failure. Yeah, screw you, Paul. Wow, that was a quick one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but see, now we don't have to do it Now we don't have to do it What did you say, TJ? My favorite part is when I follow up a 20 with a 3. 
I had an 18 with a 4. I get a 3, too. So, in your, uh, as Vanessa's silently analyzing the, the black helicopter, she realizes, oh crap, it's flying in front of us. Um, it comes down next to the water and essentially forces you to stop unless you want to, like, run into its rotor. See? Die hard. Go. <laughs> Rattle forward. Uh, <laughs> Remember, I have cover. There are, it's, it's, I will use you. As far as helicopters go, it's a fairly, you would classify this like as a, a troop carrier type helicopter. It's pretty large. It's got a, obviously a back area where, you know, multiple people can sit. Those sort of sliding doors that you would slide open and jump out of if you were in Vietnam or something. And there are, there's clearly two figures both also wearing black. Um, you can't really see much of them through the glass uh, sitting in the front. PJ, Sal gets... Sal hears loud, insistent in his head, follow us now. Matt? I... Oh, Wait. Russ and Vanessa, at the same time this happens, TJ. Russ and Vanessa, you both get a sense of there's something... Uh, trying to communicate in your head. It's mostly just strange pictures, just a you know sort of emotional sense of uh, belonging and following. But, belonging and following. Yeah. I shoot at it. <laughs> can I look inside the helicopter now that it's very close to us? Yeah, you can. I guess roll it another spot if you want specifically. Well. I, I, I was going to say, can I make it more of like a search? Okay. You're looking for something specific. Yeah. What are you looking for? I'm trying to see what kind of things are inside the helicopter. Like, <laughs> Cause we're not, passenger wise. Yeah, because we're no longer just <clears throat> people. You should be looking for the inlet for the turbines. You can throw a wrench in it and it'll explode. Mmm. That always happens in the movie. Oh, actually, just Quick. a rag with you. Look, your golden BB. Good job of searching. Six. Yeah, it's, there's too much. I mean, it's sunny. There's too much glare and tint on the, the glass surrounding the pilot area. You can't really see much other than, you know, shadowy figures. And you were inspecting the boat. <laughs> um, I, I run up to the front of the boat. And I hold up my hands in the air. And I sort of do like a double thumbs up kind of thing. Okay. And I... That means he's got to stick both thumbs up your butt. Stop. And I look at Russ, and I'm like, I think we need to follow the helicopter. Well, it's not going to be much of a choice. I I think they pretty much got us. Last time I get a rental. (laughs) So the motor's going to run out of gas. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have a souped-up boat now? Well, I guess they have a... uh, Wealth of 28. Let's see how far that goes. As I say, you can buy like just anything you want. Yeah, that's not true. I want to buy America. <laughs> okay. There is no America anymore. I want to buy whatever country I'm living in. Sort of a country. You're Long Island? The <laughs> North American Confederacy. Oh, we're Confederates? I don't want to have to wear gray. <laughs> so the helicopter, you know, spins and starts... Flying away from you, southwest. So hold on. Let's just be clear. In this scenario, 
If we had succeeded, we'd be outrunning the people that could be potential allies. So aren't we better off having failed the skill check? Possibly. Maybe they're uh, wolves in sheep clothing, though, Steve. Shut up. Okay, continue. Maybe they're going out to stalk Lenny and Carl. <laughs> the helicopter flies southwest to... Is anyone looking at the map at all? I am. So I guess that's technically that technically Long Island. That little thing there with the parks? No, that are those parks? Is that what they are? Baseball diamonds? I think so. Like a whole boatload of them? Oh, yeah. I guess you're right. They are. That is a lot of baseball diamonds. Yeah, uh, like they're baseball out there. So actually, Welcome to America. Here's your baseball bat and glove. I don't know what island that is, but it's not Long Island either. It says uh, Randall's Island Park. There you go. So right. I'm guessing it's Randall's Island. <laughs> it heads towards that um, and lands. Basically, it's it's waiting. If you're not following it, it's going to just hover in front of you. Assuming you guys are following the helicopter, it, it will land just on the edge of the island, essentially on the land. It clearly doesn't have pontoons, and it's waiting for you to basically drive up to the land. I turn to Ross and I'm like, drive up on the land. Okay, I'll start, well, I'll find a place to park it where we're not stuck, but I'll try to beach it, kind of. Yeah, you do so. That's fairly easy to just drive it up. The door He's on the, the side, job. the door on, door on the side of the helicopter opens. Sal hears, get in the helicopter. And? And it waits. Oh no. There, you don't see anybody in the back, actually. I say, let's... No, let, not all of us should go. Let me go. Stay here with Lydia and Eric and yeah, I'll, I'll Squid Girl. I'll stay in the boat and be ready to go in case we need to. But and I look at Sal and I go, although I can't say I'm a whole lot better off than you, you're not in any shape to fight. This is probably where talking is going to be the most effective. I, I I agree with you, but I think that I would have a better chance of talking with them than you. And he just kind of picks up the Lydia too and starts walking towards the. I chopper. say I I. I'll run up behind you and put my arm on your shoulder and say, what are you basing that on? Just wait with Russ for a minute. No. I won't get into the helicopter, but just wait one minute. No, I'm coming with, whether you like it or not. I'm going with, so feel free to continue, Paul. Sal, here's all of you. Everyone roll a spot again. I'm sure now I'll roll a 20. No, it's not initiative. It's the next thing. Oh, you're right. 13. 21. 25. Sal is apparently facing the wrong way, um, but you guys, Russ and Vanessa, both now that you're you know not really on the water, um, the helicopter's not really moving that much. It's landed. You can see into the cabin. On, I guess, as you're looking at it on the right side, there is person you know typical pilot outfit with the the helmet, uh, like military pilot outfit. Uh, looks human in the left seat is clearly what is another uh, Mind Flayer. Mind Flayer sounds negative. Let's say Illithid. Okay. It's another Illithid. <laughs> I I carry the Illithid. Uh, I carry Lydia too. I set her down inside the <laughs> chopper. <laughs> and, but I it look inside. name, TJ. We don't know it. Yes. Do we? Well, I don't know it. I know that's why I'm not using it, but yeah. I'll get to the I'll get to the chopper. Who, who rolled the five? 
Get to the chopper. Is it rough? Get to the chopper. And I say, and I yell up into the cabin, this is Kwasin. Do you know her? Sal hears, less insistent. She is my kin. Please, all of you get in. And I'll mentally think, son of a bitch. I'll think, I failed my listen check. I didn't hear any of that. Well, I can't imagine over the sound of a helicopter you would. <laughs> and the boat. And uh, the boat. <laughs> and Lydia, one soft sobbing. Russ, you had the, the 25 spot? Yeah, yeah. You, in addition to the other things you're seeing, um, you know, the chaos happening all over the place, you are seeing just a crazy number of not only the little beholders, but ones about double that size sort of rising in the air um, over the city. And What the hell? You are getting just massive amounts of psychic detect or yeah, detect psionic activity from essentially all over the place. Um, there's you pretty much are used to a psionic baseline kind of like there's not many people and things that have that ability, but just per happenstance, there's sort of a psionic baseline and that you're used to experiencing and sort of blocking out as this is the you know background noise um, and this is just the needle spiked. Like terror alert orange? Yeah. Or red? Red, yeah. I mean, you can see some of those same effects that you were seeing from the the stuff that was shooting at you out of its eyes on the mm-hmm. island. You're seeing that in the air. Um, I mean, then it, none of it is happening terribly close to you, but it's close enough that you can make out what they it. are. Um, I, I shout into the front of the cabin, um... What about the other woman and her man? Should they come with as well? Sal hears all. He's really good at, at I, deceiving me. And and since um, Vanessa's right there, I say, come with me. We have to get Lydia and Eric and Russ all into the hel- helicopter. And, and I, I'm, I, I'm I start jogging. I'm listening with my mind in the hopes that I could hear it too, but I'm guessing I can't. So I get back to the boat I'll and follow. I say... And I say, Lydia, come with us. Um, and by the way, I haven't seen any of the beholders that are like apparently growing out of the ground. Yeah, and as they're coming over, I'm gonna like point out towards the city and be like, "Holy shit balls! We need to do something. We need to go somewhere now." And and okay, so I see all that, and I'm like, Lydia, we need to get you and Eric someplace safe because I think he might be able to help us, and I think we can get you someplace safe to take care of him. But you need to come with us now. And I go into the helicopter. <laughs> End scene. <laughs> I go into the helicopter or into the uh, boat and I help Lydia out and down. And then I have Russ pass me Eric. And then once Russ gets down, you know, hopefully he gives me a hand and then we can all walk over to the helicopter together. Okay. Anyone? Yes. And what is everyone else doing? I get into the helicopter and I help Lydia get in and I help Eric get in because Eric needs to come and Lydia is going to go wherever Eric goes and I'm going to give, reach out hands to help Russ and Vanessa get in, but it's up to them to take the hand and yeah, get in on the that's third. What I, and I look over Vanessa. at Vanessa like, are we really doing this? God help me. <laughs> but I trust Russ this is right like now. Like an existential crisis for Vanessa. I'm Sal. 
other, the other one. What did I say? Yes, Sal. Yeah. You can't keep us a... a I can't great. keep the names. You know, you could have, like, multi-syllabic name and not multi-syllabic name. Or... Yeah. Well, we you should start calling you... You're going to be... You're going to be Russet. Because then you'll be a potato instead of Russell or Russer or whatever the heck your real name is. Well, that is that is my real name. <laughs> it's Russet. It's Russet. He's oh, a potato God. baron. Why? Russet Burbank. Yes. Because <laughs> I went for it. You did. I just didn't realize you went for all of it. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. Okay, so everyone's in the helicopter. Yeah. True. Yeah, I guess we're going for it. Um, so the the door slides shut automatically. And Are we getting, do we need to worry about our deposit on the boat rental? <laughs> uh, I don't think so, Russ. It just lurches up. You guys actually can feel that the you're in like I guess what we call a small cabin of the helicopter. Like I said, it's a big helicopter, um, but you realize it's pressurized, so the door actually shuts and you know uh, seals. Now both whoever didn't notice you. Obviously, realize you can see into the front from the back. There is a mind flare sitting there. As you take off, it just lurches up and swings out over the city, and pretty much all hell is breaking loose. There are mind uh, mind flares. There are beholders all over the damn place, just sort of laying waste with their various eye weapons. Um, now, was this originally your plot, Paul? Uh, did, or did this like? kind of organically come out of our playing. I remember I told you at at this point in the story things could have depending on what you guys did, things could have gone in a few completely different directions. Well I'm glad that we chose the one where we screwed over everyone who lives in New York. <laughs> makes, that makes me have pride in what we've done here. I thought you were gonna say it's like end the epilogue. We fly away to a different planet as the Earth explodes because <laughs> We released the Beholder curse or something. And and ironically, we're allied with Cthulhu. (laughs) Uh, This is one thing that I had planned for, yes. but It's one contingency. It's one of the versions of what could have happened. Yes. I got to tell you, very impressed. Sorry. You you guys are – the Beholders don't seem to be flying as high as the helicopter is going. It seems like there's – almost an upper ceiling on their flight. So maybe the beholders are up as far as a hundred feet and you guys are up to like 500 feet or whatever, which you're, I mean, you're still not, you're still fairly low over the city itself and you swing out West, almost straight West from where you are, maybe a little North uh, out over, you go over the Island. Um, Wait, 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 wait though. I mean, as soon as we would get up high, I would immediately start yelling in the cabin, like, I have family. We need to go north. They are not listening to you. <laughs> I'm searching the cabin looking for a parachute. Sal <laughs> <laughs> so here's be patient. They will be cared for. You get that, TJ? Paul's typing yes. something. Yes. They'll be safe. They have the wood chipper of power. <laughs> they just set that up. The, the beholders will fly into it. <laughs> just dangle some food they like in front of it. 
they like eating people, so I mean, it's gonna just it's what it's gonna taste like. They come up and lick the wood chipper. She wondered how long it would take you to try that, TJ. Sal responds, I need them to know I'm okay, and then I'll get back to them. He receives the response, why not call them? Apparently there's more typing going on. Yes. You don't have to tell, I'm telling for, I'm uh, telling the future you who's listening to this audio later. Oh, right, okay. Shut up, current you. <laughs> but I'm much smarter in the future. I could be able to tell that on my own. No. Actually, I'm much dumber in the future, I think it's the truth. <laughs> yep. Sal says, can you vocalize? And receives back, this is how we communicate. Um, as, I mean, Sal is, I guess, getting a little frantic, perhaps. Um, <laughs> and But you are continuing north, well, like maybe northwest, I suppose. Oh. West-northwest. Are we going to Canada? Um, not that far. Oh, so you keep talking if you want to. TJ. Is he just staring intently to the front of the helicopter? Yes, he definitely is. (laughs) At least up until I don't know what he's doing now. Well, this this all would have happened like very early once we got up high and I realized that we weren't that we were headed west as opposed to north. Yeah. Um, So uh, the next thing that I would have so real very early on I would have uh, used my key to try and call I guess you don't call houses, you call individual people's keys, don't you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then I need to but call But you could say, call Izzy. both my parents at once. I mean, isn't it not limited to one connection. Okay. Well, then I would try and call both parents and Izzy okay. at the same time. Am I able to get a hold of any of the three? You get a hold of your parents. Okay. Iz- Izzy's goes to the equivalent of voicemail. Would I? Hi, this is Izzy. I'm being attacked by horrific one-eyed creatures. Please leave a message. I'm partially digested. A little busy right um, now. For the for the sake of the fact that it's time, do you want to RP it or do you want to just like the abridged version of the conversation? Just tell me what you would try and communicate to them. Or what, what Basically, I would try and communicate to them like it is not dangerous or it is not safe at all to be it's out. Not Take a it's walk. Not <laughs> Do some bird watching. You know the the fields could really use some looking after. Go outside. Don't no. Don't bother bringing a hoe or an axe. Just you know, do it all by hand. <laughs> I, I I would stress very much like you need to stay inside. You need to keep trying to get a hold of Izzy if she's not at the house, and you need to get her back to the house. They essentially they're like we see we're not blind. You idiot, just stay where you are. We've locked everything down. And Izzy's here as well. Okay. I I don't know how soon I'll be able to get back to you. Um, I'll try and explain once I am, but I will be back. Great. I, I start humming the Titanic theme. <laughs> you don't know about Titanic. Yes, I do. Clearly, it was not an iceberg. It was an alien invasion that accidentally rammed into the boat. You guys are all stupid. <laughs> <laughs> aliens, aliens got rid of a whole bunch of the other, like got or collected a bunch of the artifacts. Um, yeah, I, I, I imagine Sal's father is, I mean, not as flippant quite as Matt, but is pretty much like <laughs> we're not retarded. Well, like, I just, 
I didn't realize that it was everywhere, like all over the entire island. I thought it was more centralized, like in the downtown metropolitan uh, part, thinking that we're like more in the rural part of the island. It does seem to be concentrated closer to you. You can't see to the farm, so you don't know exactly what's happening there. But right, uh, there's obviously more concentration of them in the downtown area. But you don't. I mean, for all you know, all your parents' experiences that there's uh, something bad happening. They may have not even seen one yet. Okay. I'm going to call the computer at Crop Squares and tell it to go into militant action mode. <laughs> and what's that? <laughs> it kills everything that's not one of my regular customers. Or a book. <laughs> that comes near the store. And how does it accomplish that? It's the future the ball. Jeez, you don't have to explain everything to you. You can hot espresso it with them. To change the lighting conditions, lock all the doors. Uh, yeah, have the automatic weapons loaded. Oh, no automatic weapons. You know, Paul, this is a pretty shitty future. <laughs> <laughs> no, you. I mean, you could tell it. You could control the cameras. The the lighting, the locks, you could even control the window shades, or... See, if Vanessa would have taken that automatic gun out of the secure building, the very first adventure that we had, (laughs) that up at Crop Squares. Didn't you try and take it out and it fell on someone? No, they used it as a... They threw it down the chute. Yeah, I slid it down the chute to make sure it wasn't booby-trapped. You fell on it, I think. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, after I would have gotten off the phone, and if Vanessa was on the phone, then once she was also at the phone, I would turn to Russ and Vanessa and say, I I think that the only way that they can communicate is mind to mind, and I assume that they were just talking to me because I was the person that was closest to them, but I'm wondering if maybe I'm the only one of us that they can talk to. It's doubtful. You probably made a connection with the, the female. No, I don't think this is it because back when we were under Central Park, I heard something as well. And you told us this then. Why? <laughs> the point is, <laughs> as I said. So I'm going to think that you're an asshole. See if you can understand. <laughs> the point is, as I said, they're communicating right now. So I just want to let you guys know that. What, who, me? No, I'm thinking it. This is the version of thinking. Oh. <laughs> Paul hasn't told me that I can read your thoughts. Um. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's written clearly on the, my face and the fact that I'm giving you the middle finger. <laughs> so. As you are talking, you're continuing to fly over northwest, over the island, basically just to the north of Crop Squares. You fly out over the river. I was ready for you to say, the devastation's the worst at Crop Squares. (laughs) Just like the Simpsons (laughs) were. It's like a crater. (laughs) Exactly. And like the Simpsons, like, all the buildings are perfectly fine except for Moe's Tavern. Oh, dear God! (laughs) So what is that? Technically, it's New Jersey. Ew. Once you cross the river. It's even worse yeah. than going to Canada. Um, you fly out over the, the mainland then and do a, a, a sizable loop. And now you're headed essentially back towards where you just came from. And the the 
pilot, the actual pilot-looking guy in the left uh, cockpit seat. Uh, Matt, feel free to correct me if I screw any of the piloting things up. Oh, te- um, technically for a helicopter, it'd be the right seat. Okay, then flip them in their seats. So the guy on the right now, who's the human-looking guy... Um, oh my god, it just switched! <laughs> <laughs> There's a glitch in the Matrix. Yeah. Your powers are best. Turns back, you know, doesn't take his eyes off uh, what's in front of him, but just turns his head a little bit and says to you all, Okay, hold on. Welcome to Itchy and Scratchy Land, where nothing could possibly go wrong. You, <laughs> the... You're currently over the middle of the river. The helicopter. River? What? What river? I guess it's the the Hudson, right? Whatever river this is. I believe so. I don't have a name on my map. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's. Well, I'm reasonably sure. The river next to Manhattan, on the west side. It's, uh, Still pretty sure it's the Hudson. Yeah. Um, and the, the rotors on top of the helicopter stop, uh, fold backwards, you can see, (gasps) and the helicopter drops towards the river. Oh, we're in the 80s cartoon mask? (laughs) Awesome. So great. That means my motorcycle. <laughs> that means wait. Don't one of you have a motorcycle? Well, Crap. Isn't the wasn't the mask helicopter also a motorcycle? It like a yeah, so that's that's what Steve was saying. Yeah. yeah. No, this is bigger, much bigger than that. Bah. Bigger is not better. It's a submarine helicopter. Okay. Everyone but Vanessa is in the helicopter. Vanessa's seat pops out and turns into a motorcycle, which flies into the river. <laughs> <laughs> Rock on, <laughs> and once it hits the river, it becomes a sub. <laughs> no, but yes, that is essentially what happens to the helicopter. It the, the rotors just fold back. You can't see it, but I will tell you that the landing struts just kind of retract into the belly. The the rear rotor, I don't know what it's actually called. Tail rotor. Tail rotor yep. just turns a bit so it's facing behind you instead of to the side, and the helicopter dives into the water. And somehow the glass doesn't shatter. <laughs> and somehow, even though we didn't put on our seat belts, none of us were injured. No, you're, I mean, you're jostled around quite a bit. Um, that's why he told you to hold on. So yeah. And it dives down under the water. I don't know how deep the river technically is, but you go fairly deep into the water. It slows down immensely as you go down and it enters into a sizable Essentially, what looks like a, a exit sewer tunnel or a, a subway tunnel or something that's just in the water and drives up the tunnel a ways. Does anyone want to say or do anything during this little trip? I uh, knew it. That's all I said. <laughs> should, should I attempt a uh, fort save not to crap my pants? <laughs> uh, it's more of a reflex. As long as if you can just get it out without it touching your pants. <laughs> uh, unless you roll a nat 20, I think the DC on that is a little bit too high. Sure. <laughs> I have faith in Russ. Everyone can actually roll... Go ahead and roll a spot for just prior to your dive. Is that the, how well we were holding on? 
I rolled a natural one. <laughs> so, so not at all. Val smacks his head on the, the roof during the, the dive and takes one point of damage. I rolled a 17. I don't know if you wanted me to add anything. Your spot. I said spot, didn't I? Oh, 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 sorry. Yeah, yeah. spot. 21. Okay. My, my uh, alphabetizing is bad. Twenty-seven. Listening. Shut up. Somebody's getting something special. Paul's typing, probably in some chat room, pretending to be a thirteen-year-old girl. Spell. Well, I don't know how to put this. this... Oh. So, Russ, you get a fair idea of your position just before you dive, and you are heading back. I mean, this area that you're seeing of the island in, directly in front of you is very familiar to you because it is. Essentially, just north of Crop Squares, this is like your neighborhood between, you know, Russ's penthouse and Crop Squares, um, just north of that. Oh, good. It, the Morningside Heights neighborhood, I guess, is what it's technically called. And after a little trip, you guys oh. open up into. You're, now you're no longer underwater. It rises up a little bit. You get the sense that this is a winding tunnel. Um, you're not traveling very far, but you are winding around, going up a bit from the depth that you came into the tunnel. Uh, finally, it opens up into, uh, so you, you're not underwater anymore. The, the helicopter submarine boat is now just, you know, on the surface of what is a, sort of an underground pool, and it pulls up next to a dock, and the doors open up. There are this is like seems like something of a loading area. There are some random crates strewn about. There's like this looks to you like run down uh, just because it's rusted. That most of the structure is metal um, and it's very damp. Some and it's actually got like harsh old time lighting to your eyes, which would be like you know construction fluorescent light from our time right now. So there's a, a little side room that's just open. It's like, you know, a dock room kind of, uh, and then a door. And you guys are just standing at the edge of the helicopter. I will say to Russ, please tell your friends that we'd all like to be able to understand and communicate with them. Are you still talking with <laughs> Ross, about or Sal? Do you really mean Sal? I meant Sal. That's what I said. Go back and listen to it later. <laughs> I they haven't said anything to me since after I talked to you guys. I asked them if they could vocalize. And they didn't say no, but they did say that speaking through minds is how they talk. That's so fine. They, so talk to us. So it might be possible that they can only speak that way. And I, like I said previously, I thought that they could talk to anyone that was nearby or that they could see, but now I'm wondering if maybe they can only speak to certain people. Ask them why. Sal asks, what is this place? Why are we here? And in response, all he gets is, please disembark. So I look at um, Russ and Vanessa and I say, I'm asking them what this place is and why we're here. And then I may say, oh, 
they're asking us to please get off the helicopter. <laughs> Actually, as this as Sal is speaking, both Russ and Vanessa, you are getting a uh, another sort of emotional impression. Um, you don't hear any words in your head, but you're you're just getting like sort of swirling colors and uh, you know indistinct images. Again, it's sort of uh, emotional insistence of pushing you forward, but it's nothing that you're not like under some control or anything is still obviously within your power to resist this. It's just a, a strong impression you get. I'll get out. I guess we're getting out. I will help Lydia and Eric get out. Okay, Eric is still unconscious. As you guys are getting out, a couple, uh, for lack of a better word, people come out of the little dock building. They, these are people in the loosest sense of their, like, two legs, um, upright, walking, generally humanoid shape. They are also not illithids, but, uh, similar to, like, the squid guy that you met, they both have some, essence of watery creature about them. One of them has clearly a man in place of where a normal man would have a beard. There is, rather than tentacles, it's just sort of squirming worms. Um, so very thin tentacly type things and not as long as the illithids tentacles. This is like a bushy beard made of worms. The Otherwise, he looks fairly normal. The other one is clearly a woman, and I will just send you if I can find this image because this I, this is what is based on. Just say that you've been watching Pirates of the Caribbean a lot lately. No, this is much much cooler. I don't know. Davy Jones is pretty cool. <laughs> nice. Whoa. She's obviously clothed though, but no eyes. Uh, just tentacles streaming upwards from her head. So you're really hard to comb your hair when you don't have any eyes. Exactly. <laughs> she seems and to be not having any trouble with seeing at all. Ew. So at this point, since you guys know that Sal can communicate, I'm not going to do it typed to TJ anymore. I'm just going to... Right, I was just... Too much. It. So Sal, in your head, you hear... And you can definitely... It's something that happens in your head, but you understand that it's coming from the illithid who is now getting out of the helicopter as is the pilot who looks essentially human. You can't tell anything is different from this. But you hear him, the illithid, say, uh, please follow follow these two. We will explain everything in time. The Always cryptic. <laughs> Bad the, guy answer. The two figures who, who come out of the dock area actually have uh, between them a, a small uh, portable stretcher. And they come up to Eric and actually put him on the stretcher. And are they going to carry him? Yep. They're oh, gonna, okay. Unless somebody gets in their way, they're going to... Lydia's going to essentially just follow them, and they kind of run off down the hallway with the stretcher. And a different direction than what we're going to be going. Well, they go through the door. And you guys, unless you follow them, you guys are just standing there. So they quickly take a turn, and they're lost for view. I'll follow. Are you going to run after them? They're essentially like jogging with this. No, no. You said you said there were a, another two. Didn't they say follow them, 
Or are they referring to those two people who just came with the stretcher? Wait, what? The Illithids told us to follow them. Oh, did I say that? Isn't that what you said? What did he say? No, I don't know. Okay, back up then. The two people come out with the stretcher, take Eric. Yeah. Um, the, if I said, he said follow them, then no, that's, that's not right. I think he said follow us, maybe. No? I mean, he said it, answers. Yeah, it was uh, definitely, it sounded it's like them. Uh, come with us, all will be made clear. Okay. And he's so just gonna, all, like, they come up, take Eric, and sprint off, and this illithid who tells Sal his name is, I will write it out. Obviously sleeping confused here. The point was to have two take Eric and an additional two take the injured Mind Flayer quest scene. The group follows the Mind Flayer who's about to give his name right here. Manzacorian. Uh, he's just essentially striding off, like walking at a slow pace. I get, I mean. What other option, like what else yeah. are we gonna do? Exactly. I mean, we're already here, so. Might as well figure out what's going on. I say, are you sure you don't want to steal the boat? Because it would turn into a helicopter at some point. <laughs> the, the pilot's still there. He's, like, doing his, you know... Yeah, I'm not... We could take him. I'm not really worried. <laughs> no, but he's... He, I mean, he's not going anywhere. He's just essentially refueling the, the helicopter. Sub-boat. Dragging the little... The fuel hose over to the thing and... I guess they wouldn't technically do that because it would be electronic, but he's performing some meaningless maintenance on his helicopter. Washing uh, out our stench. Washing out our stench. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of us crapped their pants. Yeah, I know. This <laughs> is making it more realistic. <laughs> I'll follow. Okay. Encouraging, uh, the, encouraging the other two to do the same. Yes. Yeah. Follow. Instead of there, – there's a steady incline – not steps, but just kind of ramped. And it's definitely a sort of a, a lazy, wide spiral shape. And the, the walls are less stone than they are sort of just... Like if you took a giant sandpaper, or almost like a drill bit, and a flexible drill bit, and drilled through the stone, that's the kind of walls you would get. Okay. It's, it's more like a roundish <laughs> shape. And there are rooms off to the side. Most of them do have doors. There are a few that you can peek in that are that look just like sort of living areas and, and random stuff like that. As you increase, actually down near the bottom, as you pass some of the doors, there's a strong smell of brine salt water um, that comes out of, I mean, even from... That most of the area where you are is damp and stuff, but it's just like an almost overwhelming briny odor coming out of some of the doorways. And you, you continue to climb. Uh, eventually you reach more normal looking, clearly worked stone. It looks more like what humans would build, uh, area. I'd like to rust to roll a, just roll a, Looking like intuition or something. Just say, roll an intelligence check. Okay. Six. Yeah, knowledge, history. Okay. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> happens. Yeah, it probably doesn't matter when I roll that low. <laughs> you continue to climb, and, I mean, as the 
construction changes to human. The ramps change to steps. Instead of a, a lazy curve, it's squared off edges, and you're going in a square more. And you go up a few more, uh, you know, uh, flights of steps, and ahead of you opens up into what is essentially like a, a gymnasium-sized area that's set up with tables, and there is just a massive amount of, massive meaning, you know, like, you know, let's say 50 or 60 people in this area, all of whom have some minor or major uh, aquatic-related disfigurement from your point of view. So there are some people who, you know, could maybe pass for a human if they wore something to cover up their little differences. Um, there are some people here who definitely could not pass for a human, like the tentacle-headed person. Oddly enough, you only see, besides Manzikorian, you see one other illithid across the chamber. There are no others who look as alien as they do. Um, everyone else looks more more human than not, I would say, um, in terms of build and the way they carry themselves. But there's people with scales or, you know, like their one arm is a tentacle or something like that, just all over the place. Many of the people, this looks like it's actually been converted into a makeshift, well, what do you call it, like emergency area. Uh, there are some cots, you know, cots are spread out. There are people running back and forth, administering first aid. There are a lot of people with bandages. Um, looks like many, if not all of these people have been involved in some kind of fight recently, like very recently. There are, I mean, they're just running in and out with different supplies. And this gymnasium has, you know, a good many different doorways and halls leading off of it. Uh, looks like actually the, <laughs> How about this? The looks like it might have been a, a cafeteria uh, of a some kind of hospital almost. Um, though you are definitely still underground. Um, as you, the Manzikorian is leading you still. He just sort of strides in his very uh, alien way across the floor, and despite all the commotion and I mean, people are running into you in. Uh, different way, you know, like, as they rush to and fro, and no one even comes close to him. He just sort of strides across the gymnasium towards one of the doors. People are giving you strange looks, the different people, and are you just following him? Yeah, at this point. <clears throat> no reason I can think of not to. Okay. Uh, you enter a hallway, which just seems like a long hallway with doors off to either side. And um, he leads you to one of the doors and gestures inside. So he's going to stand at the, the doorway and just sort of, he holds out a hand, like, go in. I'll go in. I'll go in. Sal, TJ asleep? Maybe. <laughs> I've, I've hit a wall. I'm, I'm pretty Wait, much... Are you done? I, dead? I don't know. I don't think he's necessarily dead, but I'm... I would be requesting to stop because I I haven't slept well in this last week and that's fine. This is a, a decent place to stop. Um, I'll just tell you as you guys enter the room, it's clearly outfitted as a bunk house type thing. There are four beds. Oh, four I was hoping for arsenal, but <laughs> <laughs> see, I need two rocket launchers. Ooh, one of these. Ooh, one of those. <laughs> T 
Here, be my pack mule. <laughs> you think he really fell asleep? Possibly. It's possible if he's comfy. His problem is that he was always the guy that out of our group that would make himself comfortable. Message <laughs> me seven, fifteen minutes ago. And now his little, you see his, his thing says last activity 15 minutes ago. He is technically away at this point. <laughs> he didn't oh. sound kind of sleepy last time he talked. <laughs> oh well, I put you guys to sleep. Good uh, work. Yeah, we suck. So you guys go in and he shuts the door behind you and leaves. What? Is it locked? <laughs> it is not locked. Okay. See, I'm, I'm not worried. I'm still armed. So. <laughs> yeah, they definitely didn't. If they tried to uh, you know, disarm me and then put it somewhere, I was going to have problems. But Okay. So we can stop there. So I was hoping, Russ, you would do a better intelligence check because I really yeah. wanted someone to know that this was true. That So you, are, you are under Columbia University, which in real life has tunnels under it that are from the mental asylum that used to be there. Oh, nice. <gasps> See, I told you it was a yeah. mental asylum. Yep. So I just was, really wanted someone to know that that was true. Because well, I, I, I saw that when you, you gave us the uh, lat longs. I looked it up, and I yeah. saw that's where we were. But You're saying that Vanessa wouldn't inherently know this? You don't know where you are, though. Yes, I do. You said I gave the coordinates. Okay, well, then, yes. I mean, Russ would probably also know it because I understand that, pe- like, it's kind of a, well, obviously it's not as extensive as I'm portraying it in the game. Right. But, um, as I understand it, students at Columbia, it's not uncommon for them to sort of make a game of, like, it, they know about the tunnels and it's, you know, a cool thing to do to go spelunking in the tunnels. But yeah, Vanessa can definitely know that this is an old mental institution. Nice. We're doing like the tour of uh, New York uh, mental, <laughs> yeah, and and leper colonies, and you're doing a tour of all the cool random little places that I found in New York when I was setting this up, <laughs> like the Block House, which I thought was pretty cool, mm-hmm. with Brother Island. It's like, yeah, what the heck is this thing? Yeah, like who knew this was still here? Vanessa, this, this is part of the reason yeah. I wanted Russ to be. Attending yeah, Columbia, Columbia instead, rather than what you had NYU originally or something. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So. Hey, it works for me. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks. I'm gonna go to bed. And we right. just hope TJ doesn't, you know, <laughs> sleeping on his computer right now. Well, he did say he was in one of the bedrooms, so. Oh, yeah, that's true. His wife will come out and be like, oh man, he masturbated so much, he just fell asleep. <laughs> anyway. And we'll leave it right there for this week. Thanks for listening to the LTM Gaming Podcast. You can find us online at ltmgaming.com, on Twitter at ltmgaming, or reach us via email at podcast at ltmgaming.com. We love to hear your thoughts and questions. As always, we do appreciate any five-star ratings you'd like to leave on iTunes. Tune in next week for the next installment of The Crushing Depths.